0: to the right, Mariota drops, steps up, he can run a long way, 15-20, 25-30, 35-40, 45 50 45-40, 35-30, 25-20, 15, 10, 5, and so, 87 yards, touchdown, Titans. Titan, do the Titans have a miracle left in them in what has been a magical season to this point. If they do, they need it now. Christie kicks it high and short. He's gonna be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. He it. it back to Check. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's 40, got something. 50, He's 40, got it. He's got it. 20, 10, He's got it. Zone. Touchdown, Tyson. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle!
1: Welcome everybody, we are back, it's like we've never been away, we've definitely been away, we've been lazy, it's the Transatlantic Titans podcast, um, welcoming you, I'm Adam, Greg is with me, hello Greg. Good evening, good to be back. Yeah, back. I mean, I'd like to say we've had nothing to talk about, but that would be a lie. We've just been lazy. Um, Neil is here as well. Hi, Neil. Evening, fellas. Should be uh, plenty to dive into. I think there might be. Uh, Miles is here as well. Hello, Miles.
0: Hello, hello. Good to be back.
1: It's been uh, not really that crazy a free agency for the Titans. Um, it just seems that there's nonsense every single day on social media and panicking about things that we probably shouldn't be panicking we're gonna to have to talk about this stuff but let's just quickly dwell on what was pre-agency which on the face of it didn't see that many dramatic moves by the titans um maybe the the big ticket item was uh, the acquisition of robert woods from the rams and with julio going uh, which had to happen um neil i think we should start with you if uh if Julio's on his on his way elsewhere. And uh what do you think as of uh, Bobby Trees as I guess a replacement?
0: I mean, I think first I mean, obviously first and foremost, like I'm I'm disappointed as anybody that Julio didn't work out. Because I think if if he came to Tennessee and he was the player that we we thought we were signing, or the player that most of us thought we were signing, I think I'm not saying that we would have by some miraculous alternate reality, won that Bengals game. But what I am saying is I think the offense would have worked a lot better. Uh, and that obviously is a decent segue into Robert Woods because I think as soon as I saw that we'd signed him, I were over, I were over the moon because he's, he's like a typical John Robinson, Mike Vrabel type player. You know, like he, he comes he comes to work hard and block and put his head in where it hurts. And I don't think yeah, that's, yeah. that's the version of Julio that we ever got, to be honest.
1: I, I, I don't feel that it's necessarily Julio's fault um, we we know about the the injuries that he was carrying they were obviously worse than everybody first thought or had hoped um we took took a punt it didn't work um and it's fairly clear based on how decisive we've been that we we knew deep down that it wasn't worth the risk of even keeping in the building um and I He'll probably go elsewhere and light the joints up. That's how that's how things go. But um, I don't think the management think that that would happen. Mars, um, what do you did you make of it all? Other than the the devastation of losing your favourite fullback, um, any any moves or well players keeping around that caught your eye?
2: Yeah, I mean the real reason I haven't done a podcast is because I've only just been able to get out of bed after the the trauma of losing a. Arguably the most effective player in the NFL, but players come and go. Well,
1: arguably not there. even the best fullback in Tennessee in 2021.
2: I mean, I don't want to start fight early, but I'm willing to. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I think Woods is a is a brilliant, brilliant signing. Um, you've got to see what he's going to be like coming off a big injury. Some players come back stronger, like Peterson. Uh, some players don't come back well off it. I think. Julio Jones was one of them where we know that this team takes gambles. We saw what happened with Clowney. It was a gamble. But for every Clowney and Julio Jones, there's a Jeffrey Simmons. So it's one of them where you don't know what's going to come with it. I agree with Neil that Julio Jones could have been that piece that on offense could have made the difference against the Bengals. Sorry, but, you know, it's you can see now he hasn't been picked up by a team yet. So clearly there's, there are issues with him and he's not... He's not the name he was, we're not we're not selling him from like a fair few years back. I think the tight end that we've picked up, whose name suddenly someone Hooper, I'm, I think I'm Hooper.
1: Hooper, yeah.
2: I think that could be a really shrewd piece of work. That, um, I think tight end is clearly a position that I've always said since the Delaney Walker mariota days is so key, where it's just a safety blanket. And last year we had other players like um Westbrook Keenan stuff having to take up that role. Hooper's going to be one of them where blocking he can definitely block and also running across the field. Like Woods, if you're going to have Woods running slant routes and you've got Hooper across the middle, a lot of the time the linebacker is going to have to go with one or the other. And again, even when it comes to the running game, it's something that should really, really benefit. I, I see it as an upgrade from last year. We didn't get much out of uh, Firks, so sadly. And uh, I mean, in truth, tight ends other than Michael, your Cole Pruitt. Um mm-hmm. It was a position that was really quite disappointing last year, even though Henry done well with his running and the blocking was there. Really having a, an attacking tight end is something that is really underrated. I so you see names like Kittle and Waller and obviously Kelsey. They're the sort of players that can make a huge difference. And they they can compete with wide receivers for yardage that they're getting through the year. So I think that's going to be a really big piece of uh, the offense next year. So fingers crossed with a, a solid draft deal Um He'll hit the ground running along with Bobby Woods.
1: Greg, you were, uh I'm not gonna call you a Ferks apologist, um, but you you like the guy. I mean he he was never he had too much to live up to um in Johnny Smith and Delaney Walker before that. It's always it's always been a position that the Titans have excelled at. But you know, we've always had good tight ends. Um, last year arguably we didn't, but Ferks is on his way. Um the right move, do you think? I,
3: I do know I've got a new Twitter handle, Firkser Apologist. Is, uh, is <laughs> if, that's, if that's not already taken, it's mine. Um, Pretty yeah, sure I, I, not I think it's taken. Uh, well, you never know. Um, yeah, it's a, it was the right move. I think it, I, I say that through gritted teeth because I, I, I did like the guy, um, but I think last year, if you look at what what he put up from a numbers perspective and how involved he got, um, I don't know if that's all on him necessarily, or whether the, the play calling just didn't. Utilise him as we saw him in, in the, Certainly the previous year before that um, But yeah, no, I think The the tight ends, there needs to be changes And Hooper is Very capable at, at holding that position Incredibly well, they've re-signed Swain who they seem to like And seem to be, see him as a dependable Character, and Even though I was a little bit On the fence with him personally, I think It probably was the right move um, I actually think the move to Atlanta for Ferguson makes complete sense, I think he, he one man who got probably the best football out of Firksa was, was Arthur Smith. So maybe but, maybe you'll have a, a, all of a sudden we'll all be sitting here in a, in a few months' time thinking I oh, should should have kept him. But realistically, I think it was the right move at the time.
1: I, I, I kind of feel, and I, I suspect you all agree with me, and most, I mean, Titans Twitter would never agree on anything completely, but I think a lot of them <laughs> do. We've seen Mariota go to the Falcons. Um, Firksa, as you say, Rashawn Evans, um, Arthur Smith's there. Um, Dean Pease, it's like getting the band back together down there um, It, I'd love to see it work out for them um, not sure they're going to have enough firepower so, yet. for the
0: benefit of uh, people that are only listening, enthusiasm that's written on Adam's face a I minute mean, it's, <laughs> it's just unparalleled <laughs> that I'm that's also, really,
2: I'm
3: also <laughs> really liking Adam's new Falcons jersey I think that Yeah, <laughs> that was that was overkill
1: wasn't it but... <laughs> Titans <laughs> South South <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, we we were accused a couple of years ago of kind of being New England Patriots B team. Yeah, you know, we, we have Logan Ryan, Malcolm Butler and uh you know, Bright as coach and you know, all these these guys coming our way. Um suddenly it seems to be we're sending them to, it's bit, to it's Atlanta. Like the
3: Atlanta. Uh, a bit like the coaching tree, and now we've got like franchise trees
1: where you start with <laughs>
3: Patriots, got the Titans, it's now going down to the Falcons, who knows where it'll end up from there. I mean um, and,
1: We're somewhere in the middle, which is where we always are. That's where we'd expect to be, isn't it? it. (laughs) Well, hopefully, hopefully not. Um, Hopefully, we we kind of keep improving under Mike Brabel. Anything else from free agency catch anyone's eye? Uh, It it seems a long time ago. The the bulk of it now. There's all that stress about Harold Landry and then Ben Jones. They they sign new deals. Brett Kern, of course, um, restructured his contract um, because he's the goat.
3: I'm amazed that we got through Miles doing a, a mini segment on off season without him mentioning Randy.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the top of
2: the season for me. Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been a while since we've had the kicker position nailed down. To be fair, um, and he, he did he did do a good job for us.
3: I don't think this has nailed it down either. In fairness, I mean, it's a, it's a one year deal. I don't think there's ever going to be a nailed down kicker in this team.
1: Well, I, I suppose not. Not since not since Ryan suck before the injury and Barona's before that. But oh, those 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 were the days. Um, we should move on to some of the nonsense, I guess. Um, for, for firstly, Ryan Tannehill. Now, we I think we're, we're still all digesting what happened in the Bengals game a bit. Um, but whatever anyone says, he is QB one for this year. Whether we get round to, to drafting someone to, to see what come, see what becomes of them. We'll probably come on to that. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill's the guy, um, whatever you think about that performance against the Bengals, whatever you think about him as a person, as a quarterback, um, he's sticking around. So I kind of feel we should get behind him. Um, but his social media seems to be completely oblivious to what's going on in the room, <laughs> quite frankly. So yesterday we had a little promotional shot of some energy drink on a fishing boat. Um, today we've got, I'm not even sure who it is, but 20 questions with Brian and Lauren Tannehill. I imagine I haven't, I haven't watched it or listened to it. I imagine none of them are about the NFL. Um, I don't suppose one of the 20 questions was why are you trying to force the ball to Westbrook Aquino on third down? I'm pretty sure he didn't field that one. But I, I don't know. Am I? Are we over analyzing this stuff? I mean, he hasn't showed up to voluntary workouts, but then nor have a lot of players. Um, so, um, anything we should actually be angry about? Uh,
0: no, I don't think so. To be honest, I mean, I think, <laughs> I think uh, from the the minute that the the sort of final whistle blew in that Bengals game, we all sort of came to the realization that realistically, there were no way cap wise even if they wanted to get rid of Ryan Tannehill, which I don't think is the noise that is coming from, from Tennessee, even if they uh, wanted uh. to, it were going to be hard to move on. Now, I don't think anybody's saying that he'll be the only quarterback on the roster or the only quarterback on the roster with a chance to start. I don't think that's a given. But I think getting bogged down with a 9, 10, 11-year veteran or whatever he is, missing voluntary workouts is just really silly. It's just – it's. It's picking at a scab that's not really there, if you know what I mean. It, it's just because it's a long off season and, and you want something to talk about.
1: Is, is there a part of it that, I mean, I, I kind of respect the fact that he's ignoring it. He shouldn't like someone like Ryan Tanner Any any player shouldn't get involved with reading social media and what they what they think about him and stuff, especially given given what happened. Uh, but it feel it feels a, a little bit tone deaf coming out with this stuff, and he's obviously these are paid promotions, and they were probably scheduled weeks ago. I've, I've no I've no idea, but it it's really got Titan Twitter fired up. Um, I mean, I I don't think personally, as far as his his job goes, his role as starting quarterback. If we want to we want to get into that, I yes, I'd feel happier if we had Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, obviously. But they're hard to come by, and they come at a price. And it's not like we've got the 28th best quarterback in the NFL. Far from it. You know, we might have the 12th or something. And when you've got the defense that we've got, and Derek Henry and a lot of the, the players we do, I'm kind of all right with that. I think
0: I think Ryan Tannehill works in, in a functional offense. And, and I think if you look, go back to free agency and you look at the moves we've made, that is what we're trying to do. They've, they've signed, yeah. like, Trenton Cannon to, to spell Derek Henry and, and possibly return. they signed Robert Woods, who was a wide receiver, who was not scared to block and, and let others flourish around him. And they signed Austin Hooper, who was like a, a a red zone threat, which we didn't have last year from tight end position. I think they're trying to make an offense that actually works around him rather than Ryan Tannehill
1: having to make that offense work, if that makes sense. It, it does. And I think I, I look at... 2019 and 2020 compared with last year where I think we had better pieces on offense, partly because of Julio's injury. AJ Brown missed a lot of time as well. Derek Henry missed a lot of time. And so we struggled and you can't pin that on on one guy who's, who's been there and not been injured. And yeah, it's, it's, it's it's only natural. And uh, yeah, while, while he's not the absolute best in the league, you can't have the absolute best in the league at every single position. Um, it's 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 not realistic. You'd love to, um, but it's a bit like, I suppose it's like the the LA Rams going all in to get that Super Bowl, trading for trading for Stafford. I mean, he's not number one in the league by any means, uh, but they they needed to do something about that position. Uh, they've got they've gone and won a Super Bowl, but there's only so much you could do to go all in. Um, I mean, I don't know. Did did we want to go and get Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? I'd dread to think what price they'd have been. Certainly Wilson, looking at what Denver would have given up. Um, Greg, I you're mean, sitting there quietly. Anything I to... Uh...
3: Yeah, I, I I don't care about the Tannehill off-season stuff. He can promote what the hell he likes and fish whatever he wants. and <laughs> I, I literally couldn't care less about that, if I'm honest with you. Um I think this year will be massively defined with what, what, what is that own line going to look like come week one? Because that has been, in a weird way, you've got Ben Jones and you've got Luan and you've got Nate Davis, but there's two key positions. You know, Saffold's, I mean, it was expensive and I can see why they're cutting, but that's that's going to be a loss. And at right tackle, we didn't really get that position. We haven't had that position right for, for a while. So, you know, are we going to see... You know, are we going to see the guy we drafted last year, whatever his name is, who's now escaped me? Are we Radins. going to see him? That's the one. Um, are we going to see him sort of step in at tackle or at guard, or, or you know, is that a position that we're going to be drafting high up enough? It, I, I don't think it probably will be realistically. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting to see what sort of O line is there because Tannehill is is massively, uh, he's, he's so much a better player when he has time in the pocket. Um, when he feels like he's being rushed, it's you know there's a mistake coming potentially around the corner, and it usually ends up being in big moments, which sometimes can then just cost you a game, as it as it did against the Bengals. Let's face it, no team should be you know sacking the opposite quarterback that many times uh, and lose a game. It just it just shouldn't happen. But when it comes to look, Tannehill's going to be that guy. He'll be that guy this year and probably next year unless we you know, do sort of go in and draft QB high up. I don't think there's many people that are massively impressed with the the pool of QBs available in this draft and I'm no college expert but I don't think there's anyone there that you would say, certainly at 26 there's a lot of quarterback needy teams that are going to come in and take the two or three that are uh, been talked about for round one I don't think a quarterback is where we go here if I'm honest but we'll, we'll, we'll come to that in a moment but Tannehill, yeah, I don't, I don't really care what he does off the field as long as He's performing on it. And to Neil's point around you know creating a, a kind of functional offence, I, th- I think last year injuries stopped that from happening completely. you just got to look at the third, fourth string receivers, third, fourth string running backs in some cases that were getting serious amount of carries in game time. Um, I'd like to think this year we won't have that situation. But you never know how this will play out. But you know, Tannehill's cap hit... I think it's next year. Is like forty million or something, and that's you know, that. That is pretty much guaranteed that this year and next year he he will be definitely in the house, and he'll most likely be the starter.
1: Okay, uh, other nonsense off-season narrative. I mean, I hope it's nonsense. AJ Brown. Now <laughs> he's an emotional guy. We know that. Um, he. I mean, it, some of his, his tweeting is cryptic at the best of times. Um, but there's there's one that he hasn't deleted from about a week ago, um, which basically says, you can call me a diva all you like. Um, you do what's best for you and I'll do what's best for me. And a lot of people are reading that into, oh, I've had enough of fans giving me stick about trying to negotiate a contract that he's well within his rights to and well deserves, by the way. Um, And, yeah, I'm guessing some of it's upsetting. A tiny minority of of idiots on social media can seem bigger than it is. Um, Back to what I was saying earlier, players maybe shouldn't pay so much attention to this stuff. We're seeing the same thing with Debo Samuel at the 49ers, who's requested a trade. Now, there might be other issues with him about what his role is. um, But, um, Miles, anything in this? Should we... Should we be concerned um, about Arthur Juan? Um, Or can't Um, can't they just get a deal done?
2: I think there is a reason to be concerned. And the reason is, is that if you told me once the season ended that A, Tyreek Hill was going to end up in Miami, Devontae Adams was going to end up in uh, the Raiders, I would have said no chance. So are you telling me there's a chance that Brown... Ends up in the Jets, somewhere like that. There's it. There's always a chance. Now, to me, players have far too much power, considering they get paid a lot of money, to do quite a fun sport. And all they need to do is do a couple of tweets about how they're a little bit upset, and then suddenly they deserve to get twenty. How long has he got left? How many years left before he? It's only like, it's only
1: a, it's only like, a year, but it's, it's this is this is the first point that he's eligible to negotiate a long deal.
2: I mean, some players feel like, and granted, Brown's done much more than that, but there's a lot of players that feel like they can have one good year, and suddenly they can spit their dummy out, and suddenly get paid as if they've been doing it like a seasoned veteran. Um, I get, and let's be honest, he is a bit of a diva. He can he can call it what it is, but he tweets all the time like a diva. <laughs> and if he if he goes to another team, I mean, for example, if he goes to if he goes to the Jets, does he think? the public of New York on Twitter are going to be any kinder to him if he says a tweet like he's done now. It's no different anywhere else. Twitter's a place where people hide behind their phones and computers and say what they want. It's up to you how you actually listen to
1: it. I've... I just hope he's being advised well by people close to him. The problem is his agent is the same
2: as Debo's and it's the same as Metcalf. Oh, funnily enough, they're both trying to get new contracts as well. And funnily enough, they all have the same sort of uh, friendship group. And all it takes is for Debo now to get a trade somewhere and paid 20-plus million a year. And Metcalf and Brown are both going to go, well, I've done just as much as him. I'm equally as valuable to the team. And that's the problem. Loyalty sometimes... Like Brown done a tweet saying he wants to be a Titan for life. But then suddenly his mates start getting contracts elsewhere and he spits his dummy out. I am a little bit sick of it. And I love the player. God, I'd love him to be a Titan for life. But I, I hate all the, the drama and politics that comes with And granted, it's part of sports and entertainment. But there are going to be players at Brown like that come around again. And if he wants to be the sort of person that doesn't want to be loyal to this team, and granted, he might be. And it might be one, it might be someone that his agent's talking for him. But if you're saying that you want to be a Titan for life, but then six months later, you change your mind, then you're just tweeting for the sake of tweeting and I don't buy it and I would as much as I want to see this team succeed I want to see this team succeed with players that want to be a Titan not someone who's hunting down money or willing to accuse people of other things just to get a bit of a kick out of it so I don't know I'll probably be very different to a lot of Titans fans but personally if we get an offer of a, a first round and a bit of a a bit of extra I'm not going to um, I'm not going to stand in his way
3: I'll be honest I Forget his tweets, like I I, I agree read really, his tweets, and I think sometimes he I think I said this to you guys on, on chat previously, you can come across unhinged on Twitter sometimes, like you just just that that just sometimes his tweets can be completely random, but you forget about that for a second. Look, ultimately if he if he wanted to force a deal, or if he wasn't getting from the conversation that he was having with the Titans that he didn't think he was getting what he was worthy of then he would have already put a trade in like Debo. He would have done that already. So I think the conversations clearly aren't going badly. Yes, I think the tweets probably are from a reaction of Titans fans and we all know what Titans Twitter can be like. And let's face it, that would frustrate a kid who's what 24 years old or whatever he is and, and yeah, you know, when he's getting probably questioned about his loyalty or whatever it may be because all they're basing it off is the fact that he hasn't signed a deal right now. Um, there has been tweets in the past every single time. I mean, I'll be honest. I blame the Jags. The Jags This is the Jags way of sabotaging us. If you pay Christian Kirk that much money, like, I mean, I, even I found, even I've gone in and asked for a pay rise at work with Christian Kirk earning that much money. Like, it's just ridiculous. I hope they so, told you where to stick it. Oh uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, it's when, when, when push comes to shove, it's it, this. That, it's just part of the game. And and I, I agree, Mars. I don't particularly like it. But I get bored of it as well. And especially when you stick on NFL Network and it's the first thing you see is, could the Jets trade for AJ Brown? It's like, give over. like. But they've got to create a story from somewhere. Um, AJ's probably not helping in terms of <laughs> keeping that story quiet, but why would he want to? Because it's just going to keep adding that price tag more and more and more.
1: It's it's impossible to make of what his what his social media stuff is. I mean, he He might be just screwing with everyone. I think sometimes he just he just has a bit of fun. Sometimes he's just on another planet. I d I don't know. I just trying to analyze this is is, is impossible. Well I'm saying best, about his
3: best tweets he deletes anyway. I mean yeah. that's, that's generally the way it works. <laughs> I think there's
1: a, I think there's like one simple
0: equation here though. Just just from our side looking in Ryan Daniel's overpaid and AJ Brown's underpaid. They're both good for each other.
1: Yeah, but there's but why can't we, versus why can't we Do you know what I mean?
0: Why can't we make that for the good of the franchise and the team? Maybe I'm living in a perfect universe here, but why can't we make that equation happen? Do you know what I
1: mean? I do, and I agree. But he's—it's a third-year guy versus, a, yeah, tenth-year guy. That's just how the NFL works, and quarterback money he, as well, isn't it? Yeah, quarterback money. But yeah. no, I'm not saying. Yeah, I think he deserves a—he deserves a contract, and he may well get one. And I hope—I hope it's with us. I—I I do like. I, yeah. I do like the guy. I love the guy. Um, he, his, he His personality is infectious. Um, yeah, he's emotionally he wears his heart on his sleeve, but that can be a good thing as well. Um what's saying yeah. about, I hope he's being advised, right? I hope he's being advised that there would be morons with the other 32 NFL franchises that wouldn't be treating him any differently at this point.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I think I agree um, with Miles
0: and the fact that you can find an A.J. Brown somewhere else as far as... His ability and his, his 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 size and speed and blah 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 blah. But I think what AJ Brown has, has done to separate himself and made himself special, he plays his best football when we need it.
3: Yeah, like, that, that's I had a what you can't game
0: on Monday night football. You you can't that that's something special that you can't just just get in a, a third or a second round draft pick, do you know what I mean? Or or you'd be very lucky to get it again.
1: And and how how many guys <laughs> do we have on our roster that you could say that about? Like that they aren't easily replaced. Yeah, there'll be people coming through the draft. It's supposedly a deep wide receiver draft, isn't it? But there'll be people that analysts will say they've got AJ Brown's attributes, they've got his speed, they've got his hands, they've got his his physicality. But you don't know until you see them in the NFL what they can no. do. Um, yeah, we know yeah. what AJ Brown can do. He, can, and sometimes- he thrives in big situations, doesn't he? He likes playing under pressure yeah and, and he'll he he like injury wise he'll play he'll be just as effective with a dicky hamstring or whatever or a dicky knee you you always have the impression he's nursing something and he did he did miss a bit of time this I think last year but his his
3: injury record is probably the one thing that isn't doing him a favour at the moment he has missed time but you're absolutely spot on in regards to I mean he he's carried that offense occasionally at times last year in particular um, you know, even you look back to the Houston game where, um, where I think we have to, to win and we, we hit the field goal right at the end. Like he was the man, him and Tannehill obviously were the, were the man to make that play. Um, and to your point, in regards to to kind of, you know, overpaying Tannehill, or underpaying AJ, ultimately AJ just wants to get his bag, right? And maybe this is why Tannehill's doing all these uh, extra promotional deals to it AJ kind of getting a cut? bit of money on the side. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's how it's gonna work.
0: Let's make this happen. Let's do some kind of restructure. Kevin Byard, we've taken off Kevin Bayard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh well, I mean maybe, I mean, maybe I just, AJ I, I needs to I'm get into that himself. Emotional. Sorry Mars, sorry.
2: No, I was just gonna say I know I've had a, an emotional season with, with Blazing game going and stuff, but I just feel the league's going that way at the moment, where there's so many receivers coming out now that can do all this stuff. And listen, I, I get what I get what you're saying, but I don't know. I I, I still don't realize how old-fashioned I sound, but it's it, to me there's there's, there's players where you, you sign a contract, you earn your contract, and yeah, they might give you a pay rise, but demanding stuff and all this and that for. I I don't know. To to me, there's there's every chance that Woods comes back, and Woods is equally as um, capable in doing what Brown does. And to me, there's two or three receivers in this draft that could easily probably do what Brown does.
1: That, on on draft, could, could easily, know. could easily, might not. That's also, it's uh, it's
0: almost our turn to have Sammy Watkins.
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> this is it.
3: This is exactly it. And it <laughs> might it might pan yeah. out. But we we don't know what he's demanded either. Let's face it. There's been nothing public that's been talking about in terms of like it's not like he's come out and said I want 25 million or whatever. Does Debo's brother not know? Has he got all the details? Probably does somewhere. But like you know, he hasn't re- requested the trade like Debo has. So that to me, as I said earlier, suggests that this isn't going badly. Like this is a conversation that must be going well enough that they've not had to fall Especially going we're now two days or whatever it is before the draft. Like. If you're going to trade him, you're going to be trading him probably now, realistically. Um, so the fact that that hasn't been forced upon us, in, I think conversations are clearly going fine. They're just trying to work on what the best deal is for the team and the best deal is for him. And I have no doubt he'll he'll get his bag. I have no doubt he'll be back on Twitter deleting tweets every five minutes and <laughs> we'll, all, we'll all be laughing because we've got AJ Brown tied down for the next number of years. Well, he's, he's been on Twitter chatting
1: about the uh, Best receiver to ever come out of Alabama or something. Yesterday, I forgotten what it was, um, but yeah, just anything but talking about the Titans. I guess. I just, um, I just
3: wish you'd stop like training with other team players. Like I feel mean, he training with Hurts the other day now, and everyone thinks to think he's going to the Eagles. It was Elijah Moore earlier in the in oh. like just just down and spend some time with either you, some Titans players or just by yourself for a bit. Just just until we have got this deal done because I can't stand NFL Network. Getting getting in a tiz over him trading with Matt Ryan. I'll just just go and play for the just go and play for the Padres for a bit. I suppose
0: we should uh, address rebel's comments as well, saying that while well, was the coach Tennessee uh, Brown would be a Titan, it was quite a strong yeah. statement. Yeah, yeah.
1: J Rob said something similar as well. Yeah, and and that those are the guys that can actually decide all this stuff.
0: I think you've got to have a lot of conviction to make a statement like that, especially in the environment that we're talking about with Twitter and social media, because it'll be beaten over the head with the minute AJ Brown picks up somebody else's jersey.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, although, yeah, he'd never, he'd never plan for that to happen. Uh, but yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed, or well, some of us anyway. Um, Mars, I know that you've got to, you've got to go shortly, and inevitably we've rabbited on for. Far longer than expected, um, but what are your thoughts for the the draft this week? Um, first, well, firstly, what what position should we be targeting with our first pick? Um, also, any players that you you fancy?
2: Uh, yeah, I think I, I fell in fell in love with our pick about six or maybe nine months ago when I saw him for the first time uh, trot around a, a field properly with a N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia, who's a linebacker, who I know there's a lot of argument where people are discussing what positions we need and we feel like we're we're safe in Cunningham's hands. I feel Cunningham is a a stats man who racks up a lot of tackles but misses a lot that he should get, really. And uh, I think Dean is a game-wrecker, middle linebacker, which is the way this league's going at the moment. I think you've seen teams like Dallas where... They went from an awful, awful defense. And granted, they brought in a different coach, but they brought in Mika Parsons, someone who can literally play in many positions, cover sideline to sideline, and just dominate. And to me, if he's if he's an option that we've got there, he's someone that we shouldn't miss. Um, it's wide receiver deep. I think we can easily look at receiver options, second, third, fourth, further down the line. I see the argument for a lineman. But again, I think the the good linemen are going to go quite early in this draft. Obviously, all it takes is for a team like Detroit to suddenly pick a quarterback rather than one of the better cornerbacks, and it completely changes. But my eyes are on Dean as a as a middle linebacker who's going to be in this league for a long time. He's very Mika Parsons-esque, except doesn't do much of his work around the defensive end position. He's very much controlled the middle of the field. And when we've got Dupree, Landry, Simmons all players who are going to be getting up the quarterback. Dean's the sort of player that we lost to to mobile quarterbacks. We lost a lot to players where when it broke down at the line, they would make it and they'd get that first down. Dean's the sort of player that'll stop that from happening. He's very much eyes on the quarterback, and the moment the quarterback goes to hit a gap because we've pressured him too much, he's going to be on it. And I feel that's the perfect thing to add to this already young, hungry defense. So I'd love us to pick him. And honestly, I, I think there's a chance we'll do it. I think he's I think he's so right for us that hopefully the scouting team have probably looked in the same way. But I'll be very wrong and we'll end up taking one of the receivers, no doubt.
1: <laughs> it's a it's a bold move in my eyes to bolster the defense, which you think needs less attention. But we we might get into that when once you've uh, disappeared. Um, but well, other, also before you go, anything non-Titans related.
2: Oh, um, I'll I'll be really quick. Um, I've started a new uh, role while I'm working with uh, uh, special education needs teaching, which is something that's been really, I've always wanted to be a teacher for the past 10 years. So I've given up on all my forensics and science stuff and I'm going into some teaching. So something that I really love and I've been doing it for the past few weeks and I still find it weird when a fellow adult calls you sir. Um, It's something that I will never get used to. And it's something that it's just Lovely weird. It's followed
1: by, could you please leave?
2: Oh, with me, it's, who are you? Uh, what are you doing here? Um, can you your yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> Only for PE, obviously. Um, so, it's just when you walk into a room and it's, it's sort of, good evening, sir. And I just, I I I don't know, I, I'm still a child at heart, as you can tell by most of my comments and the way I act. That to me, it's just weird to have fellow adults just call you sir and if ever I try and have a normal conversation it's just oh yeah I agree with that sir yes sir okay sir sir do you mind do-? and it's uh, yeah. I mean it's better than a miss I guess and it's better <laughs> than what some kids probably call me Um, but yeah so but it was a, ni- a nice quick one for me no food related um I'm trying to cut down on that but hopefully you guys might get into that a little bit more later on
1: well, we we'll, we will see. Um, I'll let you let you go and do what we're not doing, which is get some healthy exercise. Um, cheers, Miles. Um, well, but yeah, back to, back to what he's saying. I can't I can't believe we would look at the defense with with our first pick. Where where are you at, Neil?
0: I mean, I think personally, I think we're going to take a tackle because. I mean, I think that's John <laughs> Robertson's little fetish, in kink-shaming anybody, but he does love an offensive tackle in that first that first round of draft. I mean, I've seen Kenyon Green. He does love good and,
1: ones, but he loves, no, he loves no, big no. ones.
0: I don't know anything about offensive line play or, or to the point where I can make an informed sort of yeah. player uh, choice off top of my head. But I've seen Kenyon Green mentioned a lot. Um me, personally, if it were up to me, I would take a QB, and I've said this for a long time, even when Tanil are playing well, because I know it's not a, a great class, but you, you pick a guy you like because you only miss the shots that you don't take, and it's a, such an important position. Do you know what I mean? I, I think if there's value there in a guy that they like, I don't think they should hesitate, uh, but that's that's
1: just me personally. Uh, is, is that better 12 months from now when it's supposedly a better class? <laughs> I, I think,
0: to be honest, we've we've, t- we've taken quarterbacks second overall, and it hasn't worked out. What 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 defines a good class? Do you know what I mean? Yeah if, yeah. if they find a guy that they like and a guy that they think can be coached up, I mean, you look at Chicago passing on Mahomes to move up for Trubisky. It's just a complete. It's a complete crapshoot, isn't it?
1: And. You know, saying that for years, absolutely. you find the
0: guy that you like, you don't like sort of judge that guy on the strength of the class. And for me, I think that's what we should be doing. Because like I say, you, you don't know until you, you've taken a shot. And we haven't done it, have we? For a long time since Mariota, probably.
1: No, I can't think of any, well, like Cole McDonald or someone who, uh, guys yeah. who have been on the roster yeah. by the, by the time not, the season's come around.
0: That'd be the way, I don't think that, it, I'm not saying for one minute, that's the way that we will go. But that is what I will personally do.
1: Okay, Um Greg, what do you think? I know it's it's hard when it's twenty, you're picking at twenty six, and you don't really know how things are going to pan out. But have I mean, a guess anyway.
3: Whoever ruptured their ACL <laughs> yeah. most recently, most likely is going to be the person. No, realistically, I, I think it will be O-line. I think it, it it's not exciting particularly uh, to a certain extent, but. I think there's there's probably two or three people um who could be there at 26 who i think would improve that o-line and i think they will be looking at that o-line knowing they need to improve it but the one thing this year is it's not obvious um i mean for qb I, I don't foresee happening unless they are massively high on someone in particular and he's there and they just think let's go for it i don't foresee that happening but you you, you could be drafting a corner we've lost to I know we've got Thornton. I know we've just resigned. Um, what's the guy's oh,
1: name? Caleb Farley. They're saying some good things about about yeah, him. And,
3: and it seems like he's, he's he's a lot more built than he was um, last year. So you know he's gonna he's got a big year coming. But wouldn't be shocked if we if we went in that direction. If the if if the best player on the on the on the board was ultimately that position, it wouldn't be shocked at all. Um, same with you know potentially at linebacker. I know. I mean Miles has been high on Dean before he'd even born, I think. He seems to be talking about him for years (laughs) now. But he's at the same time, you know, again wouldn't shock me if, if if he was on the board that they went and just took him. And I think that's that's the weird thing about this year is there are a lot of needs. So it's not like we're a team that can just go and say let's just take the best player. But at the same time I fully expect us to just go and take that best player. And receiver has also been talked about a lot. But I'm also I also wouldn't be shocked. Depending on what the situation is at that particular point, if we ended up trading back, I think from twenty six, yeah. I would not be shocked at all if we went to to gather a, I don't know, a, a couple of second round picks, or I don't, I don't know how it would pan out in terms of what the deal would look like. But to trade back to get in into that second round, I, I wouldn't be surprised See, about at all. So I think lo- there'll be some logically, good value
1: play. logically, the fact that we're all saying different things. So I was, I was, I'm on the kind of wide receiver camp um maybe uh, but i take miles's point about maybe waiting for that but, but the fact that none of us can agree on what position we should be drafting suggests that actually trading back out of the first and getting another couple of picks in the second whatever you can i think might it's be massive, a good option. there's a
3: massive gap between i think it's 26 and 90 and i think that yeah, there's. Yeah. i can't see robinson wanting to sit there for 65 64 picks um Whilst everyone else is, is drafting around him, and he's not going to then trade up to get into the second round and give up capital to do that, I, I don't foresee that happening.
0: I think if he knows, I think if you trade back out at first, get a tackle that can play and develop, and a wide receiver that can sort of maybe give you 450, 500 yards and four or five touchdowns. I think that's that's a, a big win. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that that would be really, really beneficial. So I think you might. I never even thought about that, Greg. to be honest.
3: I think it's going to be interesting if you look at who's got the picks now as well. Like KC have got two picks in a row. I think, is it 29 and 30 or 30 and 31? I can't remember how it pans out. But they've got a couple of picks that if they're really high on one particular player, they might turn around and say, we'll give you 30 or 31 and we'll give you a third rounder to, to trade up five spots or six spots or whatever. I wouldn't be shocked if something like that ended up coming onto the table. I mean, it's unpredictable. You never really know how it's all going to play, play like play out ultimately. But they they might turn around and say it's worth us doing this to 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 get up to get the man that they potentially would want. And I think Robinson would be he'd be waiting by the by the phone before he goes and makes a call to a player because I, I think, think he will definitely be interested in trading out if the if the capital is right.
0: Because I I think between yeah, like you said, between twenty six and thirty two, there's teams that could use one piece or could turn them two picks into one piece, whereas we we have got a few needs. Kansas City are, are pretty stacked everywhere. So to give up them two first and move up to get somebody who they think can contribute on either side as a starter, I think you're making a lot of sense there.
3: I wouldn't Steady. be shocked if we I'm not no, it
1: doesn't feel right
3: first time for everything guys they're so good uh, don't, ex- don't expect this for the rest of the season but in terms of receiver it wouldn't shock me if we went there i mean but the receiver class this year does seem pretty deep and there's gonna be a lot of people i think after receivers uh, there's a lot of names that have been banded about but uh, yeah, I yeah which, which makes we it
1: weirder that they're all being paid <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a strange world, I, think, isn't it?
0: I think a receiver in that range would sort of suit as well as well because I think when we, when we took Corey Davis at five and you look historically at receivers in top five, top ten, he never lived up to that. But perhaps what he did do were good enough. He just never justified his draft position. Whereas I think a receiver in the 26th to maybe 50th pick range that comes in, contributes and does well, will be considered a good pick. AJ, Do you right? see what I mean? That's, I'm not. I'm not saying Corey from three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I'm not saying right. Cory Davis were a bad player. It just never justified his draft draft cap- capital. Yeah. And actually, in...
1: so I, I've I was banging this drum a couple of years ago on this podcast about the fact that uh, Corey Davis is a is a good wide receiver. We can't yeah. get bogged down with the fact that we we took him at five. Yeah. It's yeah. just one of those things. And and well, how many players in the NFL play to their draft position for their yeah. career is pretty rare. When Sammy Watkins, something like third or fourth overall, <laughs> or something like that. We've mentioned it twice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I think, I think uh, if we get AJ signed, get Robert Woods back back fit, Hooper integrated, I think an impact wide receiver, some speed would, would really complement what we're trying to do well. Do you know what I mean? Somebody, yeah. like I said, like a, I mean, you think about all the top teams and they've got that third guy who was like really good. Uh, perhaps not. You know, number one or two on the, the target sort of totem Paul.
1: So but, speed but... speed guy in the slot yeah. that car, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. I mean we've got no earthy idea. We're all gonna stay up till four AM and watch us trade out of the first round. That's what's gonna happen.
3: It's now done, boys, <laughs> you know it's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> and actually, as as you say, Greg, I think you're right. It wouldn't be the worst thing at all. Um would for my health, but yeah. Yeah, functioning on Friday. <laughs> but we'll just do it all again Friday night it's fine at the risk of forgetting this I haven't forgotten this it's definitely happened previously on this podcast but we did put a tweet out saying we're having a chat um, any questions anything we should talk about we may have covered some of this um, but there's the usual high standard of replies um, to this to this stuff Kieran Lomax heard there's a draft coming up well we didn't forget we mentioned it I still um, haven't got a clue what's going on with it. <laughs> no, no, nobody does. Nobody ever does. Uh, Brian Hurley, don't know who that is. Um, if if a quiz is quizzical, what is the test? See what he did there. Ah. And Miles then asks, I mean, it's the same thing, really. If Tess Daly and John Tickle get married, what will Test be called going forward? Keep it classy. Um, <laughs> Ke- Kevin, Kevin Bremner, I mean, this isn't any classier. It's a similar lines. Um, if Nick Faldo's old caddy Fanny Soonerson married Bernhard Langer, would that make her Fanny Langer? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just you, thinking about. Uh, I, I'll keep. I'll keep your. I'll keep your old name, Fanny, if I were you.
0: I'm just thinking about a uh, double-barreled Tess Daily tickle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very good. um (laughs) david sweetland um who we should we should mention i don't know if we if we did um if if you're aware have a look um at david sweetland on on twitter if you scroll back you'll find it his his daughter's not been well and they were they were raising money to help with her treatment um hope it's hope it's going well for for Isla, David, um, we're all thinking of you. Uh, but he's more. Uh, he said more importantly, much less importantly. Um, should we bring Mettenberger back at least as a backup option? Um, I mean, he's he's a free agent, right?
3: I mean, I mean, it's still Woodside season though, no? Yeah, I mean, but I
0: once I once paid like over hundred dollars for his rookie card, so that'd be quite beneficial for me. <laughs> sure. It's worth about six pence now.
1: There were. <laughs> Two or three weeks that I was convinced that Met was the future, genuinely. Yeah.
3: That, that, that many weeks?
1: weeks. Yeah, part. that game he had against the Steelers. And he, that mm, bomb yeah. to Nate Washington, I thought, yeah, this is this is the guy. And then I saw him play again. Um, David also asked, what are the best crisps? I mean, we don't have time for that.
3: Oh, That's Ma- just Miles, too open-ended. It, yeah. Miles is too open ended. Miles is the crisp specialist. I mean, it's <laughs> careful. It's clearly kettle oh. is it though? No, he's just the worst referee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll get I'll, I'll give an answer, um, but it, it changes. You just you have different favourites, don't you? Um, Walker's Max Jalapeno and Cheese, those extra spicy
3: crisps. Haven't had them I'll, in a while. I'll give I'll give you my answer. Is uh, some new special ones, which is prawn and cocktail watsits. Oh, oh really? Oh yeah, boys, you're missing out.
0: They Do you know what? as a kid, if, if my mum would have gave me a bag of ready-salted, I'd have been absolutely disgusted, no, I'm not eating them. But now, like, I love ready-salted. Is that something that happens as you get older?
1: Yeah, you, old you, man. You're a
0: disgrace, Neil. I think they're just like a perfect compliment, aren't they? You know, you're having a little drink and...
3: Perfect compliment to what? Like, a, drink. a glass of water. <laughs> cheese <salt>. sandwich.
1: <laughs> Lovely cheese sandwich with uh, some kettle ready-salted. Oh. While you're driving in, in the middle lane at fifty-seven <laughs> miles per hour,
0: <laughs> I don't get a generic listening meal deal. to Enya. I don't get playing um, sunglasses. Everyone's not even out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit generic meal
1: deal, but I do like them as I've got older. Oh, I've Neil, you you're a Leeds fan. You must know if this is true or not. Um, Leeds meal deal one. Are you aware of this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it, is it true? Crisps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's quite a famous <laughs> name, isn't it? We also once, um, I think it was under Ken Bates, stewardship. We sold uh, Ainsley Alliott um, instant noodles in club shop. <laughs> <laughs> 90 pence. <laughs>
1: That's a bargain. I
0: think if you search deep into Google Images, there's pictures of that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, right, what what else have we got? Patrick Jackson, Debo or not Debo, that is the question. Uh, I mean we've 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 covered that, really, haven't we?
3: Well, Whatever that question means. Whatever it means, <laughs> I mean he's definitely not coming here, that
0: way. No. Um I mean it below so, Debo and AJ Brown.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nobody in the
1: world would be happy yeah. them, probably. Um, and Matt has Rooty 2 to eleven. Um which what who is that? That's Matt. No, of course it is. Yes. Um, as I zoom in on his picture. Um, who would win in a fight between an Indiana sized pony, a Texas sized cow, and a Florida sized Jaguar? And if they opted not to fight and coexist instead, which one would live the longest? <laughs> um I'm gonna, right, I, I see I see where he's going with it.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Jaguar here because just because of climate. I mean it's a lovely part of the world to live in it as much as we don't like the the team. It's a, if it's a Florida based Jaguar. I mean I mean it's sunny on it's sunny at Christmas, isn't it?
1: If if I'm walking through a field, if I'm in Indiana and I walk past a pony, I'm probably Maybe mildly nervous, but not too bothered. If I'm in Texas and I walk past a cow, as long as it's not a bull, it's probably not going to attack me. But if I'm in Florida yeah. and there's a jaguar, I'm I f-ing myself.
0: I just, I mean, in, uh, the only good thing that's ever come out of Indiana is Larry Bird isn't it, so I don't think it's a particularly <laughs> particularly nice place to live.
3: So, hold on, <laughs> are, we saying, are we saying the jaguars are actually winning something? Eh?
1: I think we are. Uh, that's a stretch. That is a stretch. And if I if I had to pick an AFC South rival to win something. It's them over the Texans and the Colts, 100%. That's just because
3: of Pat Jackson. Pat,
1: maybe, maybe. But that's take, about take that out of
3: the equation. No, no,
0: means. I can't. I'm not having that. I'm not having it because they're just I, I can't get over it years when they were shoved down his throat as UK's team and everybody should support him. And I can't get over it. As much as Pat's a lovely guy,
1: I'm not having that. Yeah, but <laughs> Who are you putting? Who are you putting ahead? You can't. You can't say the Colts. I mean, just and if you no, do, just remember not. Nate. No, absolutely um, not. Yeah, what is then... the
0: worst? Colts oh. ridiculous draft look with QBs or Jaguars being shoved down his throat as UK's team? It's like
3: or or, or Houston Texans fans claiming that they're in the Oilers. Oh,
0: yeah, it's just it's so just it. an absolute crap sandwich in it.
1: Should we just pass on the question? I, th- I think we. I think we need to. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's that that might be that might be all of them. I don't know if I've if I've missed one, I apologize. Did we not
3: have any jokey ones? Usually we have a few like jokey ones. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. <laughs> come on up, up your game, up your come game. On, boys, come
1: on. Okay, um, I mean, we've covered a lot of the odd titans related, arguably, in, in that segment, but um, just in case there's any more, um, Neil, have you got anything? You want to get yeah, bit- it's,
0: it's one I've mentioned to you guys in group chat. Absolutely abhorrent scenes at Roland mm-hmm. Road in uh, South Yorkshire. <clears throat> I, I, about a year ago, I myself to a new car, a nice Volvo. humble brag. Uh, yeah, humble brag. Uh, another humble brag. We can't fit two cars on this drive, or we can, but we're just too lazy to move one <laughs> <laughs> when somebody wants to take the other one out.
1: Whoever so, gets back first parks in the middle. Basically,
0: uh-huh. yeah. So I so I park across the road, uh, and I took my car for a nice valet. It cost me nearly ninety quid.
1: Humble,
0: uh, yeah. And oh. it was looking absolutely. Somebody's star.
1: doing all right for themselves. Yeah. I, it. Far,
0: I know. I just it's because like I mean I, I I were late I were late in passing my test. So I've only been driving like seven eight years, and I've only drove bangers really, other than Nico's mobility cars. <laughs> So I tracked this into a nice car. I thought I'll have it cleaned up, nice. Do you know what I mean? So it looks new, sort of thing.
3: Didn't didn't know Volvo uh, sold buses. <laughs> <laughs> For <a ballet>. <laughs> anyway,
0: so I've had it done all nice, all detailed, and whatever you call it, it, it looks sparkling. And I parked across the road, went to bed off nights. Get something afternoon. Council guys have been to cut grass. And car was just absolutely covered in green grass filings. I mean, so basically, I've paid my council tax for him to come and mucky my car. <laughs>
1: how, I, he, how many valets would the council tax have, have Exactly.
0: For? Do you know what I mean? I, I've paid for that. I've paid for that service. I've paid <laughs> for my valet to be ruined. <laughs> I mean, there's there's literally, I'm looking at it now, and there's there's nowhere else I could park. You could say I parked too close to grass. Maybe I fl- flew too close to some. <laughs> 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 but there's literally nowhere else i could have parked uh but i would naturally
1: i would absolutely steam it uh and what, I just, would it have been better if they just left like a big semicircle of unkempt grass exactly. around your car
0: yeah so car, would car, car, still car, car yeah because then obviously i've i've got a cartridge jet wash in, sh- in shed what's never ever been used just went to jet garage at top of road six quid for ultra
1: ultra wash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just to get back looking shiny. <laughs> That's what you should have done in the first place. Probably, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it did, like I say it had it not been done since we bought it, and it was a bit looking a bit grotty inside. And I thought, I'm going to have it done nice, so I did, and it's still nice inside. Put it that way.
1: Uh, some um, consolation. The council yeah. couldn't get to the inside. Um, yeah. Do give it their best shot. Put a sign up
3: next time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mind the cars and I mind the grass. Can't avoid
0: empty bottles and sweet sweet wrappers from other people that use it, but that's another story.
1: Uh, (laughs) Tell tell me about that one, Um, Greg. um, It's been a while since we spoke. You you must be pretty angry about something.
3: I'm angry about most things, Um, but this one is uh, recently. I, I used to get sent videos from friends in WhatsApp groups. And they're always, like, 20-second TikTok videos. Now, I think I've said a few times on this podcast, I, I don't know what t- TikTok is. I just I still thought it was a clock. Like, I just didn't have a clue what it was. But I kept getting sent these videos. I thought, I'll download it. I'll see what the deal is. Is,
1: is there not a or Apologist
3: TikTok account? No, but there really should be. <laughs> I might try and have to get into there quickly before <laughs> someone else does. But <clears throat> it's, these, it's these TikTok videos that I see just constantly, uh, which is basically a video of one person being two people, normally giving some kind of advice or some kind of uh, this is what businesses do to make money, uh, where they basically talk to each other, even though it's one person talking to themselves. Um, I just find them absolutely infuriating to watch, because it's like usually some really smarmy young kid who's sitting there saying about how this is how you save money on Google on flights. You, know, you, don't, you don't search for the destination you want to go to. You do X, Y, Z. And then it's like, and follow here, pointing up towards the follow button. I'm just like, I'd delete the app in the end because there was just far too many of them. But they are absolutely infuriating. I don't know if anyone uses TikTok.
0: I can't, uh, I can't court with the um, people talking over film quotes as well. I just want to sling my phone into sling my phone yeah, into the
3: <laughs> Yeah, I see those a lot as well.
0: Maybe this is another thing where we're getting old.
1: A hundred percent is. I definitely am. I don't. I don't understand this world. Um, like, I, I, th- I can appreciate a funny video, but I, yeah. I know the sort of thing you're talking about, Greg. That's it's just no, just stop
3: it. I'll be honest with you. There's some, There is some gold on there, very, very occasionally. But, but you've got to sift through so much sift through so much crap. It's like Titan's Twitter. For, for, every, <laughs> for every bit of gold that you see on Titan's Twitter, it's ten thousand usually moronic tweets that are angry about nothing. I have got a favorite
0: I have got a favourite TikTok video, which is but it's just a confession, but there's just something about it that when I press play on it, I, I laugh so much that I've like got stars in my eyes. <laughs> Right. All I'm gonna say is just go on TikTok and search Jamie Lee,
3: and we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. I mean, that sounds like, sounds sounds like the sort of thing I'm should be searching on my personal, not my work laptop. Is, is, it, is this something we've got to bleep out? No. Okay. So <laughs> just, just establish that. No. Just just when you said yourself earlier, that's the only thing that needs bleeping. Oh, thanks for. Oh,
1: I, I hadn't. I hadn't even realised I had. <laughs> That'd be good. I didn't make a note of the time,
3: so unlucky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh I can't say it's not my own fault um, I'll fi- I'll finish off. I'm just gonna say if you own two massive Dobermans and you take them for a walk along the towpath where people are cycling and running on a Saturday morning, just keep an eye on them. That's it. No no no, that's not it no, no. Not for this All right, well okay if when when I'm out for a run, don't want a massive Doberman <laughs> jumping up at me barking aggressively and um, if the owner is a hundred yards away oblivious to playing something on his phone um, but maybe, yeah. maybe maybe I'm the one in the wrong because because dogs are just
3: I, I fantastic find that quite lot, I find that quite a lot where you go like obviously people walk their dogs here and everywhere but people just take Leaving dogs off the lead when you're cycling is the, one of the worst ones because you're just like you, you. No matter which direction you're going in to try and avoid it, it's following you, and so you you basically the only option you've got is to stop and get off, or just just stop to let it go by. Otherwise, you're running a dog over and you're the one who looks like they're in the wrong. Yeah, it's quite frustrating. It's it's
1: like I don't have a I don't have a problem with dogs being off their leads or dogs. Uh, yeah, people like dogs. I get it, but. People don't know the argument to say oh he, he won't he won't do you any harm you, you don't know that <laughs> I've got theres a guy there's a guy a hundred yards away not paying any attention I, I don't know this this dog's most of the size of me, and it's if it comes down to a fight between me and this Doberman, i think I'm probably coming second best I,
3: I, but the, the most important question is is did you track your run on Strava? Of course you can go and right. uh, follow follow Wait, me on Strava. There you go. sure i mean, bryce, probably. No, don't
1: don't do I that teatles, teatles. Teatles, slow <laughs> i am
0: bryce, bryce probably the guy for uh tips on punching an animal being a newcastle fan <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: they
0: will probably know all about it
1: uh,
3: wearing tea towels on his head
1: if, if you if you poke it in the left eye first uh, i don't know yeah yeah um i don't have any tips for what to do if you're in a fist fight with a doberman but so what did you do <laughs> i mean i i just screamed at the owner and eventually i'm fussed
3: noticed... you screamed at the owner oh <laughs> well, i, I, yeah, I, I wish not... i was there i'd love to be a fly war in this conversation
1: <laughs>
3: what else Screaming do you do I'm not, gonna, I'm not
1: gonna carry on running while it jumps up at me and
3: chases <laughs> me down the what okay. She's got visions of you dragging a Doberman with your leg as you're trying to run, as it's <laughs> clinging onto your foot. Oh, Feels
0: like starting a, a really good Disney movie. This. <laughs> 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 Adam and the Doberman.
1: 101 Dobermans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shall we get out of here? Um, we've we've gone over an hour, which we were like half hour, forty minutes. Um, we knew we knew what time Miles needed to leave. Yeah, we'll get it done by then. Who are we kidding? All Illate. good though. Elite content. <laughs> absolutely. Um, nice, nice to chat. Enjoy the draft. Um, assuming we end up with any picks, which uh, we can't trade out of all of them, I guess. And um, so, might be more Friday and Saturday. We will see. Um, we'll be back sometime. We might, we might review it. Who knows? Um, but I don't want to commit to anything.
0: Yeah, I think a post draft uh, pod might be quite pertinent. Maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, We'll see see. you in September then. (laughs) We'll be back at some point, um, probably. In the meantime, tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up.